0: This is the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: Pharmacy Future Leaders is a podcast dedicated to pharmacy students by pharmacy students who are committed to making an impact on our healthcare system and providing optimal patient care as innovative and leading pharmacists. As Pharmacy Future Leaders, we dedicated our lifetime of service to others through the profession of pharmacy.
0: We will consider the welfare of humanity and relief of suffering as our primary concerns as we apply our knowledge, experience, and skills to the best of our ability to assure optimal outcomes for our patients.
1: And now, here are your hosts and pharmacy future leaders.
0: Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm your co-host Haley Ward for the Pharmacy Future Leaders. I'm beyond excited for today's show, and you should be too. On today's show, we have Whitney Lee, student from Philadelphia College of Pharmacy, University of Sciences. She's going into her fifth year out of six years, so she's officially a P3. Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to
2: finally be able to speak to you and have you share your story with us today. Thank you so much, Haley, for this opportunity. I'm so excited. I've never done a podcast before, so it kind of feels like I'm a little famous or something, but I'm Really excited to share my experiences with all of you, and I'm excited. Awesome. We're so excited to have you. So
0: the first thing I want to ask you straight out of the gate, why pharmacy? What is it about the profession that made you want to carry the PharmD after your name?
2: So to be honest, um, coming out of high school, I know I wanted to do something healthcare related um, like many other people, but I really didn't know the exact route that I wanted to take or what area of healthcare I wanted to be in. Um, So, I actually found out one of my friends that I played basketball with went to U Sciences. And so, I was like, oh, what is this school? And I looked into it and saw that they had a six-year doctorate program. And so, I decided to apply and four years later, here I am. But um, after four years of school, I can really say that I love pharmacy um, and all the endless opportunities that the profession really has to offer. So I love that we're the medication experts and that we're able to make drug recommendations for our patients and how easily accessible we are for our patients and that we can really make an impact in empowering our patients to take charge of their own health. Um, I really like that patients can trust us, you know, when we tell them that, oh, they shouldn't take these two medications together or when we take the time to actually educate them on what exactly each of their medications are for. Um, so I'm proud now to be a pharmacy student and I would be really proud to carry the PharmD after my name. That's awesome. That's, that's what I like to hear. You know, we all,
0: we're all going to share the same profession and having that passion is just going to make you an amazing pharmacist. And to, to go off from that, I wanted to ask you, um, we spoke about rotations in our last two shows. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen in on that, but
2: have you, I don't know how you scientists work. Have you had to do rotations already? Um, so yes, like you know, students in my class do the traditional IPI rotations during their summers, but you can also opt out of the summer rotations and do um a rotation during the school year, which is like a different track. And so I'm in that track where we get to um participate in a free student run clinic at Cooper Rowan Medical School. So that's where we collaborate with medical students there and um we serve like the uninsured and underserved patients of the Camden, New Jersey area. So, you know, we participate in that clinic and I I do that every other week um, on a Tuesday, but you could do it, you know, any day of the week, but that counts for my hippies. Wow. That is awesome. So
0: you get to have hands-on experiences right out of the gates. Are you planning on staying in the area once you
2: graduate? Okay, So yeah, I'm not really tied down to any area. Um, I love to, Explore so anywhere that life takes me, I'm willing to go. I don't really, I'm not really, um, you know, constricted to one area, so I'm open to any area. That's
0: awesome. Maybe you can come visit us in sunny, not so sunny right now, South Florida. You'd like the the beaches here. We were talking before the show started. You'd be posted at the beach. Maybe you can start a, a little pharmacy that's right by the sand. I think patients would enjoy that. So our listeners don't know this yet, but you were part of something. Amazing. I have to say it was amazing. And as soon as I heard about it, I was like, get her on the show. We need her on the show. I want her talking to our students about it, our listeners about it. You did what most people dream about, but actually never get to do. You went on a mission trip. How amazing was that? Tell us about your experience.
2: Yeah. So luckily I was able to go on this medical mission trip and it was absolutely incredible. Like I honestly cannot stop thinking about it. Um, So, yeah, a little bit about the trip. I went to Honduras, which is in Central America. Funny story, we were actually supposed to go to Nicaragua. So we were all set up. um, Everything was, you know, the flights were booked. The hotels hotels and the resorts or whatever that we were supposed to stay at there were all set. Um, But then, you know, something happened with the government and, like, concerns for safety were brought up. And so we actually had to relocate to Honduras. Luckily, they were able to take us there. So I went to Honduras, and we were there for seven days. I flew out from North New Jersey on Sunday, May 6th, and then we came back on Saturday, May 12th. So um, we stayed at the Posada Azul facility, which is located um, in a valley about an hour and a half from the capital of Honduras, which is called Tegucigalpa. Um, i don 't know if that 's how you actually say it, but my spanish isn 't too good so I heard that global medical brigades actually started in Honduras, so it 's a very established organization. Um, the location of our facility was definitely a little a little further away from everything, so we used a giant like coach bus to commute everywhere, so we commuted in that bus to clinic um, to our other designated sites, and everything was about an hour away from where we stayed so Lots of naps on the bus. So you said you did it through that company. Did any other schoolmates
0: of yours join in on the trip?
2: Yeah, so this, this opportunity was actually through my school. So um, a couple of my classmates, I'll give them a shout-out, uh, Vanita, Neil, and John, um, they actually came together and brought this organization to our campus, and they worked extremely hard day in and day out to try to get this organization established. So this was our, this was actually our first brigade as a school. And so about 36 of us went on this brigade to Honduras. Um, And actually about four or five students from Indiana came with us as well. So a total of 40 of us um, went on this medical mission trip to serve in Honduras. So how did you first become interested in going on a mission trip? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, I have really always wanted to go on a medical mission trip. But, you know, the opportunity was never there, um, and it never really presented itself to me until recently. And so I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to go because I just finished my fourth year of college, um, and I think that I learned a decent amount of disease states and therapeutics that I can apply to caring for the patients in Honduras. And, you know, here in America, we have so many things that we take for granted and that we just take advantage of every single day without even realizing it. And I really, you know, my purpose for me is I really wanted to go out into the world and learn more about different lifestyles and different healthcare systems just to see how different it is.
0: That's truly amazing. And I don't want to get kicked by other students, but I feel like other colleges of pharmacy should include this into their curriculum where you're forced, maybe you can't go out of the country, but where you're forced to do a certain amount of time um, working you know, and seeing what the hands-on experience is in, in a culture or underserved area where it's not what you're going to see when you, when you work in a, in a city hospital. You know, I think that would be a great experience for everybody to, to see. And that's great that your friends were able to, to establish this club. Um, I don't know that Nova has a club like that, but I'd be interested in, in looking into that, maybe getting the possibility of joining you guys next year when
2: you go on the trip. Are you planning to do it again? Yeah, so I'm definitely looking into doing it again. I would go every single year if I could. And like you said, I think this is an invaluable experience that I, I feel like all students should have. But, you know, unfortunately, like, it, it is a little expensive and, you know, you have to consider the costs and things like that. But it is 100% worth it. Um, I can definitely set you up with Vanita, who started the organization at my campus, and you, I can put you guys in contact together and see if you can start an organization on your campus So that you guys can go and experience this as well.
0: Yeah, I'd really like that. That'd be amazing. Um, And you mentioned before that your Spanish wasn't too great. How did you communicate with um, the locals if you
2: didn't if you don't speak Spanish? So, so yeah, I don't speak Spanish, but um, it's something that I'm really interested in learning. So I kind of speak a little broken Spanish. You know, I try to learn here and there. We had little scripts, and so I was trying trying to memorize those. But but, um, during our time in Honduras, we were fortunate enough to have translators with us on the trip. And the physicians who were there also spoke Spanish and they were able to translate everything the patient was saying to us. So it was really convenient.
0: That's so great. I can only picture it. I mean, I feel like it's a movie that you lived through. Um, and while you were actually there as a student, what, what were you able to actually do with the patients?
2: Yes, yeah, so um, I can actually take you through my whole week. Um, so during my time there, we did three days of working in the medical clinic, one day of doing public health services and one day um, helping to build a water system. So in the medical clinics, we served a specific community called the San Francisco community in Honduras. And so the clinic was stationed in like a kindergarten through eighth grade elementary school. And when I say that, it, like, it looks nothing like how it does here. Um, it's not like a big building that's secure and everything. It was more like individual classrooms, like outside. So I have some pictures. I don't know if we can share those, but you know, definitely does not look like how it, how it does here. And so at these clinic uh, clinics, I had diverse responsibilities in the medical and dental areas. So I rotated through different stations, including um, intake, Triage, which is where we took vitals, you know, like height, weight, temperature, blood pressure, um, and then the patient could go to consult where they saw the primary care physician, and then from there, if they need dental work, they went to dental where um, they did the dentists were doing extractions, um, fillings, like everything, and then the patient went to this area called Charla, and Charla is an educational program taught by us, the students. Um, And we would teach the community on, you know, motivational self-care, hygiene, how to brush our teeth, things like that. And then lastly, they would go to the pharmacy to pick up their medications. And so every day was a new experience, um, definitely with new challenges. Um, And, you know, throughout these different stations, some of my responsibilities were taking vitals. Um, I was able to take blood glucose screenings, do diabetic foot exams, Um, And providing, most importantly, you know, providing drug recommendations to the physician. Um, I spent a lot of time, a lot of my time in consult working one-on-one with the physician to assess their condition um, and chief complaints, and then just figuring out the best drug therapy plan for the patient. So we actually saw 532 patients in three days. So I thought that was a crazy amount of patients. Wow, that is a crazy amount. Yeah, so... Um, you know, after three days of clinic, we did one day of public health. And so the public health service day consisted of going to a different community where we were welcomed into people's homes um, to help build like eight different eco stoves. And so, you know, these eco stoves are what what people use to cook their food. And we made them actually out of like literally with our bare hands out of bricks and and cement And so we were really able to be active um, in helping to build these eco stoves. And then our last day, we did, um, we helped to build a water system for a different community as well, um, which was very rewarding. So we contributed to a six month project. It's called the Los Toronas community where we had to dig 50 meters long to help bring water to this community for children and their families. So Um, in this community, the people were telling us that they only get water every 15 days. And so we were there to build, to dig trenches, um, to help put water pipes in there to help get them water. And it was a day filled with a lot of hard work. We were in the sun all day. Um, we had to learn how to use pickaxes and shovels and literally just dig these trenches for seven hours. So it it was a lot of work, but it was definitely rewarding to help contribute to this project for them. And yeah, so that was, that was my week there. My gosh, you have blown my mind
0: beyond blown. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, this is an experience that very few get to, to have. How is, how is the, the interaction between you and the patients where I, I can only imagine how thankful they were for all of this work that you guys were doing for them? Do you have any stories of, of any... Anyone that came up to
2: you specifically and told you
0: how thankful
2: they were, or anything that touched you? Yeah, I mean, you know, seeing all these patients, it was really incredible um, to see how grateful and how thankful they were. You know, these patients were standing out in the sun, waiting in line for us um, from seven in the morning all the way until four o'clock, and you know, sometimes they were the last one in line, and they still were just waiting there to see us, and when they saw us, they literally were just so happy and just smiles on their face. You know, not one person was frowning, not one person was complaining or was angry or anything like that. You know, here, if patients are waiting for appointments and they're waiting longer than half an hour, you know, they start getting irritated. They're kind of threatening to run out the door and things like that. But in Honduras, like like, patients were just waiting all day and we're just so thankful that they even got a chance to see us. And so I thought that was really incredible. And, you know, each person I greeted like, oh, um, hola, como estas, you know, buenos dias. And like, just, they would just smile at me. And, you know, we, we had that barrier, but I think that, you know, just smiling and just being happy with them made, made me really happy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Your Spanish
0: is perfect. Perfect, perfect. And I wanted to ask you, Did you guys document this trip? Because I feel like you could have made a a mini movie out of
2: this. Oh my gosh, I hope you did. (laughs) So I actually borrowed my friend's GoPro. um, And so I was able to film some things, but I don't think we have a ton, a ton of pictures that I can forward to you. Um, I don't know if we actually documented the entire thing on video, but I can definitely look at what I have some footages and see, see what I could put together and get that to you for sure. I would love that if we could pair your video up with this podcast and and
0: let everybody out there know, all these students know that the options are like the abundance of options that we have are incredible. I didn't even know that this was an option for for pharmacy students. And I mean, we could blow this out of proportion. We could, we could make this great (laughs) let everybody know so that everybody has an opportunity to do this and help out those in need those who don't have what we have here and we take for granted many times um and you've talked about this amazing trip and i wanted to ask you is there anything that you disliked or that was difficult for you while you were out there
2: um to be honest there, there was nothing that i disliked i loved everything about the trip um you know a lot of people, their, their mindset going into things like this is kind of like, oh, you know, like I feel so bad for these people. Like, look what, look at what they don't have. And like, look at how grateful we should be for the things we have. But honestly, like, I feel like that might be the wrong mindset because these people are, you know, the people of Honduras specifically, because that's who I was able to see, but they're just so happy with what they have. And like, you know, this is their lifestyle. So this is what they know and they're so happy with it. And so we shouldn't feel bad, you know, that they don't have the things we have because maybe they don't even want the things we have, you know, like this is, this is their life and this is their community and this is their people and their family. And they're, they're so happy and so grateful for it. Like, you know, I even asked a couple of them, I'm like, Oh, like, do you, do you ever think about maybe coming to America? And they literally told me no. So, you know, that just goes to show how happy that they are with what they have. and so you know, feeling bad for them on our part is, is wrong because we should be, we should be feeling happy and we should, you know, going, going there, we should be happy to help and just, you know, be willing to serve and do the best we can to help them out even more. I love that.
0: I love that. It's them, it's their culture. It's the way that they live and you're just going in to give a helping hand. That is incredible. What, ad- I, what advice would you give a student that's listening right now and is shaking? in their chair saying, Oh my gosh, I want to do
2: what Whitney did. Yeah. So, I mean, if you even have like the slightest interest in going on a trip like this, I would just say, go for it. You know, for me, the opportunity came and it was kind of last minute because a bunch of people signed up already. And I, I kind of just like, I was like almost one of the last ones to find out about it. And I was just like, you know what, let me go for it. And that's kind of how I went about it. And it, it was so like incredible and I can't even put into words how valuable this experience is. So even if you have the slightest intention in going, I suggest you go just, you know, to experience this because it's a once in a lifetime thing that, you know, if without it, you, you don't even know what else is out there in the world. So definitely just go for it.
0: And on the other hand, as a pharmacist, how will you use what you learned on this trip to help you in your career?
2: Yeah, so for me, I think as a pharmacist or, you know, as a pharmacy student becoming a pharmacist, um, just from this trip, I, you know, just really learned to be thankful, you know, thankful for our healthcare system here, um, thankful that they have some healthcare system in place over there and just absorbing everything that I can, you know, learning everything that I can, um, just always be willing to learn. You know, I, I told the physicians there that, you know, going on this trip made me want to study even harder because I want to know everything. I want to know the material so that I can help more patients, you know, when you're out into the, when you're out in the field, like it's, it's you. So if you're the practicing pharmacist or you're the practicing physician, like you need to know your stuff to treat these patients because they're relying on you, um, you know, to help them and make them feel better. So for me, you know, I, I asked a hundred questions on this trip. I asked the doctor everything, everything that I want to ask or anything that popped up to mind. I asked her immediately and, you know, just try to learn everything. If a patient came in with a parasitic infection, you know, what are we treating them with? What drugs are you giving them? What medication are you giving them? Um, what is the side effect? You know, how can you diagnose this, you know, this indication and things like that. So just, just don't be afraid to ask questions and, you know, just try to learn as much as you can. Absolutely amazing advice.
0: And besides your mission trip, we were speaking before. You told me that you're doing an internship this summer. Can you tell us a little about that?
2: Yeah. So uh, through my school, I actually was able to apply um, to an internship at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, Maryland. And so you know the the application process included you know sending in your CV um, let it providing letters of recommendation, writing a cover letter on why you're interested in doing this internship. And so, and then after that, you know, they review your application and then they invite you for a phone interview. And so we had a phone interview with the pharmacist and the leaders there. And, you know, after that they called me and offered me a position and I I was so excited. Um, this is another incredible, incredible opportunity. Like I cannot be more thankful for, you know, how my life is going right now. And, So I actually start this Monday. So right now I'm in Jersey, but I actually, tomorrow I have to go to Philly to pack up my things um, and move into Baltimore on Saturday so that I, my first day I'm starting Monday um, at Johns Hopkins and, you know, I'll be focusing in on informatics and medication use systems, which is going to be completely new to me because, you know, I love the patient care aspect of it, but at the same time with our world today, you know, we're growing so much in our technology that these that this area is so important and so vital. So I'm excited to learn what it has to offer. Wow, Whitney, thank you so much for being on the show today. You've
0: taught us so much about your mission trip and, and all of your experiences and pretty much let us all know, listeners and me included, that being a pharmacy student is a great gateway to getting opportunities and that there are a million options out there for things that we can do as students and as pharmacists that we will become Thank you again for being on the show. And is there anything else you want to say? This is a time for you to
2: give shout outs. This is a time for you to say anything that's on your mind. Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to share with you guys um, a little experience that I had that I thought was pretty important to our profession um, and something that I learned from this trip. So, you know, like I said before, um, my advice was to don't be afraid to ask questions and just never be afraid to speak up. So, You know, when I went on this trip, I actually finished finals on that Friday, which was May 4th. And then I flew out to Honduras that Sunday, May 6th. So, you know, I was still fresh on my knowledge that I just learned. um, And I was so eager and excited to be able to apply it. And so I actually saw a patient at clinic who was a 48-year-old female um, with severe diabetes. And she was presenting with a lot of symptoms of uncontrolled diabetes like diabetic neuropathy, diabetic retinopathy, um, severely swollen fingers. And, you know, I took her random plasma glucose, and it was 379, which was so high. Um, And then she also had protein urea. And so the patient's blood pressure um, was also very high. And so the doctor and I assessed her and looked at her medications and saw she was on insulin and metformin. And, you know, the doctor wanted to prescribe the patient something for her blood pressure. And so she decided to go with Atenolol. And immediately, you know, I asked the doctor if we can give the patient like an ACE or an ARB instead for that added kidney protection because the patient had protein spilling into her her urine. And so, you know, the doctor said no because there in Honduras, normally, they treat these patients, you know, with her profile with Atenolol, which is a beta blocker. And so, you know, I told her, and she told me that, you know, when they study in medical school, they follow the American, you know, ACC, AHA guidelines. And so I told her, you know, if they're following our guidelines, um, we should go with an ACE or an ARB. And the doctor, you know, really wasn't sure. So she went with her judgment and let the patient go on a tenol. And after that, I brought, I brought it up to her again after the patient left. And we looked up the guidelines together and she was like, oh, my God, you're completely right. And she said to me, she was like, what year in medical school are you? And I was like, I'm not in medical school, like I'm in pharmacy school. And she was so surprised. And really, you know, from this experience, I just learned how, how well trained we are as pharmacy students and, you know, future pharmacists and how capable we are at doing our jobs. But we're often like overlooked. So, you know, even as a student, we should never be afraid to speak up and contribute what we know out in the field. And that's, that's the advice that I learned that I want to share with you guys. Wow. Points for you, Whitney.
0: That's great. That's great. You showed, you showed there that you had your knowledge and that you should be respected as a member of the interdisciplinary team. And let me ask you something that I hadn't asked before. When you were working with these patients, were you assigned the patient as they came into clinic or was there a group of students working on the same patient alongside the doctor?
2: Yes. So there were um, a group of patients, I mean, a group of students working alongside the doctor. So we had three physicians. There's only three physicians that saw 532 patients in three days. And so, you know, us as students, we took turns rotating um, through the different areas that I was telling you before, like the intake, consult, triage and all that. So um, we were able to we were assigned to consult and then just, you know, dispersed between the three physicians. Great. So you guys were able to bounce
0: information off of each other, ask each other if you had a doubt or anything like that?
2: Yes, exactly. And you know, the students that we went with, they were not all P3s. And so we had a lot, a lot of younger students. So I think there was only like, I was one of the oldest students and then there was three or four more, but that's it. Everyone else was like, you know, in their first year of pharmacy school or in their first year of undergrad, we had physical therapists there. We had dental students there. We had, um, yeah, we had a variety of students there. So it wasn't just pharmacy students. And so, you know, we all try to balance back and forth our knowledge and, you know, try to contribute where we can. And other professions were learning about, you know, the pharmacy profession, and we were learning about other people's profession as well.
0: That's amazing. I feel like my first year, I was so terrified of everything. I would have never had the courage to go on a trip like this. So that's a that's really great that they were able to do this. Whitney, thank you so much for being on the show again. And to all of you, thank you for listening. This is Pharmacy Future Leaders. The mission of the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast is to support all pharmacy students by providing advice, direction stories and sharing with each other
1: be sure to use the hashtag pharmacy future leaders on all social media we thank you for listening to our podcast please send us an email if you're interested in being on the show send your message to pharmacy future leaders at gmail.com
0: just remember never give up stay positive eat healthy get your sleep and know why you wanted to be a pharmacist from the beginning to help others live healthier lives
1: we are pharmacy future leaders